What's up, Soap Soaps? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. As always, I'm your host, Michael Lee Ponton, and I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yeah! Yeah! Here we are. It's another Sunday night. Uh, what's up, Leva? How are you? Good. Good. I literally just finished the last bite of my dinner as like the theme music was ending. Like It, it was ending. I downed a quick sip of my drink. There you go. No cheese or anything in my teeth. No, good. We're good. Anything. We're good. Woo! Man, I was cutting it close. Every every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Gotta cut it well, close. Well, I, I could have missed my workout, but then I would have felt real damn guilty. But now that I did the workout, I can enjoy some Oreos in a few minutes. Yeah, so. treats. Yeah, treats. I was Treat telling yourself. I was telling you today, I was texting you uh, when you were like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna, I'll, look, I'll look at the rundown for the show and I'm going to do my run. And I was like, oh, you have so much more motivation than me. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of part of my profession. I mean, that's true. So but I, I mean, I kinda... in, in all honesty, it should just be part of my life, like <laughs> for health reasons. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a lot. I think if your job requir- requires you to have a certain aesthetic, that's true. You, you feel like you feel a bit more pressure to actually do it. You know you're going to be on national TV every week. Exactly. And then you, <laughs> or you international for that matter. You also have other people's lives in your hands. So you may want to be <laughs> yeah, in yeah, yeah. shape so you can take care of them and you don't want to drop them on their head. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to yeah, don't want to drop anybody on their head. That'd be bad. Yeah. That'd be so, real I mean, bad. I, f- I feel like if you had that pressure on you, <laughs> okay, I think you, yeah. would, you would be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should go to the gym. <laughs> right now I just maybe have to, I just have to I'll, I'll be honest i'll be honest uh today's workout was less strength more just like cardio and and fitness just because i got tight pants and shorts and outfits to fit into and <laughs> i really like food i said that on my 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 internet post a few minutes ago to try to get people to come and join us and it was like i'm not sponsored i just really like food because <laughs> My shirt is a... <laughs> Top ramen. Top ramen. No, I've had no. ramen twice this week. I mean, you know. Yeah. What, what are Toowoomba? you doing here? What are you doing ramen, here? Ramen I made, and then I still had a bunch of extra ingredients, but I didn't make full-blown Toowoomba ramen. It was more of just I took a bunch of vegetables and the, the shrimp and threw it into regular ramen and mm. then mixed a couple different spices into it. You know what keeps coming up on my timeline, and this is what, this is what happens to us on the Geek Subbox, we go on tangents. Uh, I keep seeing advertisements for like this healthy ramen. What like what was healthy about it? I mean, I I think it's got like you know less sodium and chemicals than are in your yeah. you know over the well, counter you don't top have ramen. To use the stuff they give you. It's true. You can, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like that's yeah. what I do. I buy like kind of a generic uh, pack of ramen, and then I don't really even use the sodium yeah. full stuff, and I just mix my own stuff in it. Yeah, I need to look in. I need to look in to see what these uh, healthy ramen. I think they're like called Vita Ramen or something. I don't know. I need Ooh. to look into it and just see what that's all about. Because uh, yeah. you know, I like. But mixing ramen. I, I got to be careful with my ramen. Uh, Josh is very, very particular. Oh, I'm sure. Very, yeah. <laughs> so he he's a ramen snob, which is a good he thing because it means I get only the best. So. Yeah. Have you? And then I'm learning to make it, and it, he approves it, or so you. Oh, said, there you go. So. Well. That'll work. So, uh, so that means I must to, be doing something right. Have you guys gone to Jinya? Yes, yes. Okay. Because of the the little tacos, I love the little tacos oh. they have there. Wait, they're appetizers, have I had those? They're like sushi tacos or whatever. I don't know they're if appetizers. I've had those. Yeah, 
They're appetizers. You All get right. That before your ramen. I it's mean, real good. Get the little tiny tacos at Junya. I haven't gone in a really long time, but I haven't either. Because I, for me, I'm really weird about getting ramen takeout mm-hmm. or delivery. Oh, so yeah. I haven't eaten in a restaurant I since know. COVID. Since everything, I have not sat and ate in a restaurant since. So it's yeah. been me going to grab stuff and taking it back home or eating it outside, like in my car. I had Chipotle in my car once just because I was like, I don't feel like listen, driving all the way home. Listen, lady. <laughs> uh, so I just sat there and ate it. Like, it Kelly, Kelly and I had Wawa chicken bowls in the car. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we literally walked into the Wawa got our chicken bowls and went back out of the car and ate them in the car so that we could yep, be away from that, people. I've, I've done that many, uh, many, many times. And we so. did that because we were about to go grocery shopping and didn't want to grocery shop hangry. <laughs> so yes. we was like, oh, yes. Wawa's around the corner. Let me go get um, some food. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a funny story about me grocery shopping Absolutely. Uh, this week? So you know how like a lot of times McDonald's, uh, McDonald's are inside of Walmarts or Walmarts have McDonald's inside of them. I, I spent too much time shopping because I went to Barnes and Nobles, spent an hour and a half in Barnes and Nobles because apparently I have to live my gimmick now. And <laughs> I, I was like getting hungry. And, well, then I also went to another store, the K-pop store, but that's, I digress. But then I'm like, all right, I got to shop, but now I'm real hungry. So uh, I went and got just like four chicken nuggets, but you have your mask on. And I'm like, well, I don't want to eat inside the restaurant. I don't know what to do with it. So I'm pushing the cart. I like, clean up my hands real quick and then I take the nuggets and I shove them in my mask and I just start chewing them as I'm like shopping with the mask full of chicken nuggets some weird squirrel packing nuts away for the winter action like a squirrel (laughs) mask full of nuggets I knew what was about to happen and I had to stop it and I'm pretty sure as I was like walking down and they saw like me with my nuggets and my big oh old Oh my cheeks. god. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> I mean, listen, I was telling Kelly the other day that uh I wish I we, we were talking about having a mask that just permanently has a straw attached to it. Like, <laughs> like a camel pack. <laughs> so you're just like, oh I just need a drink. <laughs> okay, I'm good. <laughs> It's not a horrible about, idea. Like, I have the straws with me. So sometimes I try to put them in drinks, especially if you're out in public and you're wearing a mask. You could just shove the straw in there, up, up your mask. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you know what I mean? Just, just get it up in there. Oh, shove it up my in there. God. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hey, so at cute. least we're protecting hey, other we're people. We're doing what we need ourselves. to do. Yes, correct. Uh, we're looking out for our fellow man, and that's uh, yeah. that's Shit what's important. Shit monks and camel packs and all. <laughs> Face full of chicken nuggets. Uh... <laughs> but, man, I I didn't over – you know what? I really wanted sweets, and that, that was also the shopping trip where I kept putting in, like, I would grab, like, ooh, these are, like, uh, sort, sort of like turtle brownies. Mm-hmm. I put them in, sit there for a second, take them back out, put them on the shelf again. <laughs> did that about six times and six different things wow but because i had the chicken nuggets i was able to say no better nice job so when when you got a sweet tooth just shove your face full of chicken nuggets (laughs) barely so tips from the geek when you're not as hungry (laughs) yeah no for reals don't ever grocery shop hungry that's a terrible (sighs) idea sometimes it just happens oh yeah yourself and you make horrible decisions at a bookstore because you haven't been in so long (laughs) 
You're like, what are these things? These are nice. Remember places. <laughs> really? And there's not a lot of people in it. So you don't feel so like on top of everyone. No yeah. one wants to go to, well, that's sad. But not many people are in the bookstore. So you're like, oh. I feel like I had a moment where I could have stretched out my arms. I mean, it's just, true. Ah. There, there weren't a lot of people in the bookstore before, so <laughs> can only imagine. Now it's probably pretty empty. Oh, they, they liked me. I bought a bunch. There you go. <laughs> Librarian, keeping them in business. Yep. Well, I have to stock the library, so. Yeah. Who else is going to do it? No one else is going to do it for you. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm a solo librarian now, so I have to. You don't lament that. Kicked them to the curb. Look at these. Look at these cookies. Now, this, is, this is what I did end up taking from Walmart. For it is Brookio Oreos. They yeah. are cookie brownie uh, Oreos. I'm actually about to eat one. Non-spawns. Non so, so they're see. actually pretty good. Uh, oh, this isn't the first time one. you're tasting it? Dang it. No, it's not the first oh, time. All right. I, I thought you were going to try it live cool, on the air. It's cool because it has like three different, like, here. I'm going to. Okay. Leave us giving us a, like three different She's icings. giving us a demonstration. On this one Oreo. So you have like this chocolate brownie fudge. You have the regular icing. And then you have like a cookie dough. Wait, did you just pull the filling out of your Oreo? I was showing it to you, yes. <laughs> but I have to take it out of the Oreo to show you. Leva has this little like floppy disk of filling in her hands right now. <laughs> that is no longer between two cookies. She has okay. dismantled her Oreo cookie. I had to show you there's three different fillings. What kind of cookies on the outside? Regular cookie. Regular oh, Oreo it's regular cookie. regular Oreo. I see. Yeah, like not the golden, the regular. The non-golden. Do you always take your Oreos apart like that? Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> I'm very chaotic when I eat Oreos. I'll just <laughs> eat them. Sometimes I'll eat the whole thing together. Sometimes I'll take it apart one side sometimes i completely dismantle it like this that's why i'm so good at it i do it all everything she's an oreo connoisseur that's i will say that she is an oreo connoisseur i've seen her try every single variety of oreos they're really good has there been oh, one that, has there me. been one that I you like don't that like people turn into this podcast slash twitch channel and listen to me eat oreo <laughs> and give us your opinion have you had one of the flavors that you don't like what's been your least favorite specialty oreo mm. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. I know, right? I'm just chewing. Well, since we have a camera in front of my face, I don't want to be like, hey, guys, let me talk with a mouthful. No, let's see those Oreo um, teeth. Mmm. I do love lemon. Lemon's like one of those, like, unsung heroes yeah. that you can get it all the time, the golden ones. Yeah. They're, they're year-round. But they're kind of like talked away, and you don't really notice them. Well, I'm I mean, they're very much—they're very much like those other lemon sandwich cookies. Yeah, I'm a big breaded. fan of lemon cookies. Yeah, so those are great. Uh, so those are like an unsung hero, like kind of underutilized, underrated. Man, what Oreos do I hate? Oh man, I have to like pull up a list of Oreos and be like, love it, love it, hate it. All right, get back, get back to us, get back to us. I'll that. get back to you. I'm googling right now <laughs> while we're talking. So, so while we're doing that, yeah. uh, Lee, what have yes. you been watching and reading and playing? Well, I've managed to watch all three episodes of The Masked Dancer. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, oh, yay! Oh God, I still don't like it. Uh, really? No, I don't. It's I not. I thought it got so much better. No, 
What show are you watching? What? No, but it's... All right, all right, all right. There well, are like one place. or two good people and then well, everyone else... that's the else... point of it. Some of them are... They're not going to be good. That's the point of it. That's I... fun. Is it, though? <laughs> yeah! It I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I feel I... like on The Masked Singer, more of the people can sing than can't sing. On The Masked Dancer, well, more of the people can't know. dance I than mean, can they dance. have some pretty rough people. Yeah, can we, can but... we talk about? I love him, but uh, what was he? The the white tiger, white white. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are people that are not good. He made it pretty far too. But the ratio to good to bad is better on the mass singer than on the mass dancer. I just think you are just a no. little mm-hmm. like I, I feel like what you you do for a living <laughs> just made you super like. Critical, harsh on animated characters even if someone i was like you know what that was actually really nice that was really good that was really good Let me see who are my favorites i'm trying to remember god i feel like it's so long ago I was cotton candy cotton candy yes and there's a guy i really like too sloth um, sloth yeah yeah those two are great those two are great yes and then i think in the other group it was the, the one that tap danced i think that was i know cricket wasn't good i think that was a flower it was some kind of flower tulip maybe Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one. There was one in group one and two in group two <laughs> that I liked, and everyone else. Nah. Awkward. So you know, uh, though, yeah. I actually thought I, I actually thought Moth should have stayed longer than Zebra. I feel like Zebra is just energy, but he's not really any skill. I mean. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> or maybe not. And I see. No, I, I, also I didn't see... know. I didn't guess. I didn't guess. Oh, I spoilers! I totally spoiled. Sorry. Um, I did not guess the third person, though. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I followed one of the judges on the second episode, and I was like, "Yeah, I 100% agree with you with the body type." I looked at that body, even though this person is wearing a lot younger clothes. That body was exactly i'm like yep i agree with you and then that was that person was actually that person but I, I don't want to ruin it no don't ruin it do don't watch. don't ruin it because so many people are watching it something already so so many people are watching it no all right i'll be honest though i uh, i'm still not 100 percent warmed up to craig robinson as a host i think he's a great comedian yeah but as a host it's it's so much too dry he is a little dry Whereas like Nick, Nick Cannon just really has a lot of like energy. Just yeah. seems to. He's just more uh, outgoing. Maybe Craig Robinson is just very reserved. Like, yeah, he's, he's very like cool, cool cat. Yeah, you know exactly, which is cool, great. But yeah. for like a host spot, spot, like I think Craig should be a judge, not yeah. a a host. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could be judge. Uh, maybe him and Brian can. I don't know, or maybe switch. just like a different game show. I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like he can host. I just this one might just not be the right one. Yeah, but he's also like a producer too, so I don't think it's not like he could replace himself. <laughs> I don't know. He could be like, yeah, I actually, I actually hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, well, that's the end of the show. Are you still gonna watch it, or are you are you done? Uh, I don't. I mean, I feel like we. Just are you keep, gonna see? I feel like we keep hate wa- hate watching it, so we'll probably keep watching. I'm it. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, I I yeah, some of the dances weren't good, but it's fun. That's the I part of the nah. fun. Like, there's some songs where you're like, oh, that girl did not sing very well, or 
you know? Yeah, but but at le- I don't uh, Okay. You know, though, uh, who was it? Someone I thought their partner was even very good, like the professional dancer. It was Debra. Uh, and that's the second, her first performance, which, not the second performance. I thought, like, his partner, they were, just, were I don't off. Really remember. And I was just like, all right, you're supposed to carry him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if you guys aren't watching The Masked Dancer, go give that a shot and uh, report back on uh, your feelings. On, uh, <laughs> are, you, are you like super Lee hate or are you like, you know what? I'm enjoying this chaos of watching like me. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and then and wait, uh, did like, did one of the judges get pregnant overnight? I feel like. No, she's been pregnant every, every time. I just didn't notice her belly. I guess the she's very been first pregnant episode, the whole time. I was like, did she just get pregnant overnight? No, not bro. <laughs> Where did that pop out of? From the very beginning, from the word go. Okay, so I'm looking at this. Okay. Uh, definitely the apple uh, caramel. I'm not a big fan of those Oreos at all. Okay. Peep Oreos are a no. As much as I like uh, mint chocolate chip flavor stuff, I'm not a fan of the Oreos. Um, what is the one they do now? Like the candy corn or whatever? The maple syrup ones they replaced the pumpkins with. I love the pumpkin Oreos, but now for Halloween, they started doing like a maple syrup one. Blech. Not a fan. And not a fan go. of those at all. I'm not a fan of caramel in my Oreo. I'll go ahead and tell you that. That that's what I'm not a fan of. That seems like that would be a weird combination in an Oreo. Not a fan. Not a fan yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh the marshmallow ones are fine. Tiramisu was okay. Tiramisu was very like you eat one or two and you have to walk away. It was really rich. That's a, that that sounds fun. very highbrow for an Oreo. Tiramisu? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I get fancy ass Oreos. I, I don't guess. know. That sounds like some kind of Oreo you would get from Japan. <laughs> like, Maybe are, are Oreo the American Kit Kat? Oh, because I feel like in Japan they get all kinds of gourmet Kit Kats. Oh but in, yeah, but in America yes. I we get—I just had the dark matcha ones. That just sounds this so week. good. But in America, just regular matcha, we get ridiculous Oreo. They're the adult, because I, I took my little translator and I was reading it. was like adult flavor. Oh, children will not like this. <laughs> Wait, does that mean there's like alcohol or something in it? Or is it just... You wish. More, it's a mature flavor. The the hot and spicy Oreos were kind of weird, too. I wasn't a big fan hot of Hot and spicy? Yeah, they're like uh, the cinnamon candy. You know those cinnamon candies? Yeah, like I Halloween, love those. The cinnamon hearts. They made the special ones for hot and spicy Oreos. Where have that. I been? I don't know, man. I guess just, not going down the cookie aisle. All right, here's what you have to do. Every time you go grocery shopping, you have to walk by the Oreo aisle just to see if there's something new. Oh, I don't is. have to. That's well, not something then, I have to do. Then when you miss something like hot and spicy <laughs> Oreos, they'll come crying to me. Well, it's almost Valentine's. You think they'll come back for a good old Valentine's Maybe. Day? Maybe. I don't think they did very well. That's right, guys. <laughs> I, did, I said Valentine's. So don't <laughs> at me. I did it on purpose. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Because they did talk about Oreos. Uh, and then I've been playing a lot of Persona 5. That's uh, that's what I've been doing. Oh, okay. So How much. is it so far? Oh, it's so good. Still loving <laughs> it's it? so good. Uh, I can't find enough hours in the day to play it. Like Fair. I want to I keep playing it, but sometimes other things come first, like eating and sleeping. <laughs> that does get in the way a lot. Going I've to noticed. work. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's definitely getting in the way a lot. Yeah, yeah, but I still love it. Oh, it's so good. 
And it takes place in Japan. You know, come on. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. I may have to. That might be what I do after Hades, maybe. Do it. Do it. You won't regret it. What have you been doing? I mean, we talked Mass Dancer. Yeah. Anything um, new? I've been, okay, watching-wise, I've been watching Riverdale season three. Oh, yeah. I I finished season three today. Nice. Um, That was, again, for those, you know, who were getting confused what season was it. That was the G&G season. So Griffin's and Gargoyles. Yeah, Griffin and Gargoyles season with the Gargoyle King. That was ridiculously donk. But I loved it. <laughs> it was there's some moments you're like, what? Though I'm I'm really weird. I like some of the like worst evilest characters are my favorite because yeah. I really enjoy Hal. Like I love the scenes where Betty visits Hal. Mm-hmm. So I'm just oh, like, so oh, so then, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, very much so. I love that, and then that took a weird turn. As as per usual, and then <laughs> yep, the and I feel like there's a couple different big bads this season. So like, uh, I thought <laughs> I thought Edgar Evernever was ridiculously unnecessarily oh ripped for no reason, but I did not mind it. I know are cult, <laughs> are cult leaders typically that ripped. <laughs> well, yeah, all right. So I don't know. I mean, I, not a spoiler, but they go in and can accuse him of being something, and they're like, you gotta show us your back, show us your tattoos, and he rips off his shirt, and it's <laughs> yep. like, this man who is like, this mid, like, whatever, this, he's kind of like ageless or whatever, but then he's just like, where, why, what? <laughs> like, he's more ripped than even Archie, and Archie is ridiculously ripped and you're like good god where do what does cw find these people <laughs> i mean that's their, that's their staple I mean, of people it's, it's part of the ridiculousness that you just for me it's fun it's a fun show if you're going in for reality then oh that's not, not the show for you don't go the there for that for don't go there for that yeah but if you want something over the top and a little bit ridiculous and kind of out there it's for you it's oh fun. yeah it's 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 <laughs> I wanted to start the next episode, but I didn't want to ugly cry, so I ended up stopping and playing Hades on my stream before we did the AEW Among Us. But yeah, I've been tearing through Riverdale, so I'll probably finish season four. They didn't even finish season four because of COVID, right? Uh, or is that they... season five? I, I don't know. Well, four. I just I'm yeah, it's starting four. season it's four. four. Yeah, they they so... got to a good stopping point, luckily. Okay. I, I know I'm about to, I think, uh, embark in Sam Whitwer territory, and I'm very happy about that because, you know, I love him. So I'm excited about that. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been watching. What I've been playing, obviously, has been Hades, Hades. and uh, <laughs> and Overwatch. They've done a lot of mayhem this week, so oh. I've been playing a lot of that. Your um, fave. And then I downloaded on Switch Scott Pilgrim, but I haven't played it yet yeah same so i I just haven't had time to play it because i feel like i'm so close with hades like there's i'm unlocking now like side stories and like Mm -hmm. finishing those side stories or at least completing them yeah so i feel like it's just a matter of time right i don't really know if there's a definitive like all right well that was it you did good yeah i don't know i haven't looked it up i haven't researched it enough to find out someone which made me very happy so i was like yay but 
there's a few more side stories I got to finish up, and I just unlocked a couple of secret like aspects of your weapons. Ooh. So I'm getting close. There is so getting... much to this game that I don't know about. That's so cool. Oh yeah, I don't want to ruin it because it's. I mean, I know you're playing Persona, but oh, it, this game is addictive. That's cool. It That's is cool so that addictive. there's. Like, I was just so gonna get replay. out of Hades and call it a day, and then it just reeled me in with all this extra story yeah. stuff. This is, that's my problem more, is I yeah. bounce around too much. Like <laughs> I don't commit do to one thing. That's why I try not to bounce because I don't want to do that. I, know. I, I used to be a bouncer. Yeah. And then like that's why I never finished Kingdoms of Amalar because yeah. I, I bounced to a couple different games and when I went back I forgot how to play, but I was stuck at a like a right. hard fight and I couldn't get past it. And it was just like you can't go back because it was like the door shut behind you and you was like, Well, this is the only place you can go and you know what? I don't want to ever do that again. And same thing happened with like Fallout. Mm-hmm. I got stuck behind a door, and it was like, "Well, I have to fight this thing that's way more overpowered than me, and I don't remember how to play." So Truth. I try to like see everything through as much as I can to the end. Yeah. Unless I'm just done with the game and then walk away. You know what I mean? Right. Had enough. I've done that's that a couple it. times. Same thing with like Resident Evil, that chainsaw fight. I was like, all right, I need to take a small break because apparently I can't beat this. And then I went back and I can't remember how to play. So now I have to start all over if I ever want to do it again. Oh, no. You know what I mean? I was like, oh. Uh, So so that's what I'm playing. Uh, What I'm reading is the Young Bucks book. Uh, I had to take a small little hiatus with that because my copy went to Japan to defend the DDT title. (laughs) The book, yes. Uh, so I had to get another copy. So now what I do, I've set this for myself. Um, I have to read a chapter every night, at Look least at one you. chapter. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to be more on top of books, like reading. Cause I've, I definitely let that slide pretty bad. So like when I read that one book, uh, how to get away with a good girl's guide to murder. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Good girl's guide to murder. I, that took way too long to read. It wasn't that hard of a book to read. It was just. I was really bad about setting this time aside because there's so much other things going on. You can play phone games on your phone. Yeah. Social media on the phone, TV shows, binging, playing video games on every freaking console. So now before I go to bed, I have to read a chapter. Good for you. Good for you. Right now in the book, uh, Nick just met Kenny Omega for the first time. There you go. That's That's where I'm at in the book. Sweet. Yeah. Pretty. It's really crazy to read this about people I know. I'm sure. <laughs> but it is like before I knew them. So yeah. it's so interesting. You know what I mean? Like how they got to this point. It's very fascinating because it's like very similar at times and very different. So it's interesting to see. What different people's journeys have been. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's cool. I'm enjoying it a lot. It, it's very, very, and it's, it, what's really nice is like, you can tell it wasn't, well, I don't know if it was too overwhelming, but they each had like every other chapters to the other brother. So it's like Matt, then Nick, mm-hmm. then Matt. And they each saw a little part of their like journey. So it's not like they retell the same story. It's like here. And it's not all about, I mean, it's about wrestling, but it's not all about wrestling. Like Nick kind of talked about like they live in a haunted place. And he was talking about all the weird stuff that Whoa. happened. So that was really cool. That's I really cool. enjoyed that. I'm intrigued to like talk more about that with them if I ever get a chance to. That's like, awesome. You know, I should I should look into it work. and add it to the oh. list of things that I should read and don't. 
So yeah, it's it's good. I I wonder if my I got it from my mom for Christmas because apparently she's a huge Young Bucks fan. I just found this out like right around Christmas time. I'm like, mom, Leva, she why told me? Why don't you have a book club yet? I you know like with fans or with I don't know who to have it with. I mean, do I have it with like other wrestlers? Do I, I don't like, know. You could. I, Listen, this is something, you, this is something call, you should consider. You, like me, Peter, wanted to call our fans bookmarks, but maybe we should be the book club. Because now I'm a good guy. Oh, you know I mean? the book club. So I'm wondering if we... But, I mean, I don't know if that's too much like the bullet club. <laughs> yeah, but is it? Is it... I mean, then is it an homage? Like, I don't know. <laughs> could you make I feel, like a lot, I feel like everyone did homages to the bu- bullet club for like... There was a whole like okay, but, slew of clubs. Okay, but book club, that's, our, that's, like, that's, already, that's actually a thing. <laughs> yeah. And then I know Allie and Penelope are in a book club. And I was talking to them about it. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll join it. But what they're doing is they're reading the exact same book at the exact same time. And, yeah. and I'm like, that's cool. But I don't want to read those books. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do in a book. I did give them recommendations. So I think after they're done with these books, they may bounce to, to Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Should we so have a might... book club? Should we do a nerdy book club? We can. I would love let's to. Talk, let's talk about this. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll do this. I did a book club uh, with Universal for a while. It was Marissa actually was in head, ahead of it. And we read like all of the Hunger Games, and we read uh, maybe, Under the Dome by Stephen maybe King. Maybe that'll get me to read if we do a Soapbox book club. I'm in. I'm totally in. Okay, let's we'll talk offline, but if anybody's okay. interested in that, shoot us a message. You know where, the socials, the email address, the Discord. Reading yeah, is let fundamental. Let's, uh, let's talk about Geek Book Club. Would we read, like, graphic novels, or would we read, like... That's an option. Listen... The sky's the limit on that. We could do okay. graphic novels. We could do like mean... Ready Player Two or go back to Ready Player One. Whatever. I haven't read that in a long time either. You know, like. You know, I'll be honest. I never read Player One. So. <gasps> Leva. Yeah. Seth tells me all about it because oh. that's one of his favorite books of all time. So oh, it's I asked so good. And it's, it's very different from the movie. That's what he was in, saying. Like such a, Actually, in, we were playing Overwatch, and he was telling me about it, like yeah, how there's char- uh, they added a character that uh, wasn't in the book to the movie, and uh, then, like he thought that each key could have its own movie way. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. So you also agree with that? Yeah. Huh, Listen, okay. I I I really thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I'm not like one of those. I was like, it's so different than the book. Mm-hmm. I like. I I'm fine that they're different from each other, but the book is really good. Like it 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 scratches a lot more of those itches because there's just more of it. Okay. So, okay. We might have to do book club and we'll okay. get, we'll get our soap suds involved. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, I did buy a book. I, I, cause I've been on a huge Hades kick. As you know, I bought a book called lore where basically the gods, some of the gods have been punished and they have to go down to the earth every seven years to live. Mm, so that sounds good. I'm, I'm back into my, my, my geeky little like yay Greek mythology. Oh, all right, I like the sound <laughs> so of that too. I actually bought that A for the librarian, but B mostly for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, what do you say? Let's uh, let's go actually to the talk about the news. And geeker, geekery of the weekery. About. Let's do it. Hey. 
in a story that feels like something out of Ready, Ready Player One, a programmer living in San Francisco has two guesses remaining to figure out the password to his digital wallet containing Bitcoin worth around $220 million. As reported by the BBC and the New York Times, Stephen Thomas was given a digital wallet containing 7,002 Bitcoin in 2011 as compensation for making an animated video. At that time, each Bitcoin was only worth a couple dollars. Thomas wrote down the password to the wallet on a piece of paper, but in the subsequent decade has since lost the piece of paper, leaving his small fortune inaccessible. Thomas has already made... Eight out of the ten available guesses to the password, after which the Iron Key digital wallet will, quote, seize up and encrypt its contents forever. According to cryptocurrency data firm Chain Analysis, Chain Analysis, that's a tongue twister, Thomas is not alone in having his fortune lost. They estimate about $140 billion worth of Bitcoin are stranded in wallets whose owners have either lost the passwords or lost the wallets themselves. When asked by the press about his predicament, Thomas had this to say, quote, this whole idea of being your own bank, let me put it this way, do you make your own shoes? The reason we have banks is that we don't want to deal with all the things that banks do, end quote. I cannot imagine sitting on a fortune and having no way of accessing it. <laughs> Let alone then, knowing I only have two you, more chances. You try two more times and then it's gone forever. I know. I, I feel like that's the kind of thing you don't guess 10 times. You like maybe try once and go, oh crap, I don't remember the password. Maybe I should go get somebody to hack this or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't, is but it I mean, hackable? What if, what if I don't that even was know. tries? What if he oh. like tried a couple times? All right. What if it's not like oh. all right, password one two three four? Okay, so that's my normal password. Shit. Okay, let's try word pass. Like you know, like whatever you use for your normal passwords. Like Jesus. I don't know. I I write everything down. Like because nowadays I have to change passwords so many times. I'm never gonna remember that shit. So yep. yeah. But I made sure man, to get a password notebook. Like, you know, I'm over judging him on how can you do this, but like, you know, the stocks we got with Universal, I have no mm -hmm. idea how I'm going to access that or if that has any money in it or anything. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm in the same boat ish. It's I don't true. think it's quite near as much money, obviously, right. but I have no yeah. idea how I'm going to access that or <laughs> what, what I'm going to do with it, you know? Right, right. So I'm judging, but then, then I'm like, wait, but Bitcoin right. seems so like fake to me. Like, I, I, know I don't even like, understand it. Yeah, but, where do you get Bitcoin? How do you buy Bitcoin? Where does I, it I have come no from? idea. Like, all I know is if I knew that the password might erase or encrypt itself, I would probably hold on to that shit very carefully. Oh my god! But it was only a couple bucks. He probably, it's true. Uh, he was like, uh, it's that's like probably a, why he it's, didn't care. It's like seven thousand dollars, which is still a whole chunk of money. <laughs> if it was only worth one or two dollars a piece, but still. Oh god! And the thing is, it doesn't even go back to the economy; it just goes away. No, it just it just dies. It's literally so, just there. So to me, that forever like, money must have some sort of like base to it, value to it. That's why Bitcoin doesn't make sense. I, to me. I, yeah, no, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But yeah, there's a hundred and forty billion dollars worth just stranded. Yeah, it's... I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. Oh, I can. Ugh. I don't. I 
Yeah. Oh, that makes me sick to my stomach. That, that would definitely suck to know you have that. Well, how does he, like, if he doesn't know the password, how does he know how much money he has? Because he knows how much, he knows how much Bitcoin he had and probably checked how much it's worth. <laughs> oh, kind of like stocks. Like it's like stocks, stocks yes. Oh, okay. Which, again, oh. I, I I have stocks and I have no idea how to get into them. So I'm in the same I, Listen, I'm an idiot. same. I don't know. I need someone else to do it for me, to be <laughs> honest. Leva needs a broker. I do. If you're a broker, please contact me and we'll oh, talk. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and, okay, so t- moving on to our next story. Uh, as many of our longtime viewers and listeners know, one of our favorite things to do here at TGS is take frequent trips to the old speculation station. Oh, my God. And this week's <laughs> trip is a doozy. Deadline is reporting that, quote, insiders, I love, I love all of our insiders, uh, are saying Chris Evans is looking to sign a deal for a return to the MCU for at least one film, with the door open for a second. Deadline sources say this return would not be another Captain America film, but something more akin to Robert Downey Jr.'s appearances in Captain America Civil War and Spider-Man Homecoming. Marvel Studios had no comment for Deadline's report. In a potential cheeky response to the rumors, Evans posted on Twitter, quote, news to me, with a shrugging emoji. Leave a thought. How? What? How are you supposed to be like, oh, yeah, I'm an insider and I know Chris Evans. And Chris Evans is like, oh, oops. I I didn't know that. Unless he's just playing us. That's the thing. I don't, that's the thing. You never know with Marvel. You never know with Chris Evans because he's very witty, that guy. Uh, I, I, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, we had Tatiana Maslany going, it, this hasn't even come up. I don't know where this thing about me being She-Hulk came from. I haven't even had that conversation. And then a unless, month later, She-Hulk. Unless, okay, unless someone in the office is hearing these things before the actors are even approached. And then it's getting Which out. Is and these actors are like, I don't know what the shit you're talking about. And then, like, a couple days later, oh, hi. Well, you probably heard the news, but we wanted to contact yeah, I don't, you. See, but here's the thing. I don't, I don't, I, you could be right, but I've also read a couple articles circling this Chris Evans thing that says these conversations have been going on since last year. So, I, mm. d- I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, could you see but him coming my back? my thing is, I mean, Why? obviously, it would be, like, something in the past or, like, Remember that time we did this? And you know, like I also or I also read one article somewhere, and this was a while ago, not related to this story happening. That speculated that wouldn't it be cool if you know, with all this multiverse stuff that was happening, if they brought Chris Evans in as uh, the Human Torch? <laughs> <laughs> be cool if like the multiverse happens and comes back as like. Like Hydra, Captain America. I be, but that could be it, you know. Like, it could just be a small bit part somewhere, as alternate could, reality I mean, something. It could or be another. like, yeah, you know, it could even be in the show with like uh, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier and Falcon. Maybe could for be like that. The next season. They could or be trying to line him up for Secret Invasion. Yeah, and like, and Winter Soldier's thinking about the time they did this back in the day, yeah. or maybe Falcon's thinking about the time they did this back in the day, and they reminisce. And yeah, it could just he's be. He's like, he's like a lost flashback that keeps happening. It could just be a deal for, uh, you know, 
random cameos with just like, oh, we just need to shoot a bunch of, you know, B-roll of you to use in random places. Him doing commercials. Yeah, who knows? You know, even though he's passed. It could be anything. I'm doing commercials, so you know what I mean? You just see his face everywhere. So I'll certainly be interested to see uh, how that plays out, if it, if it comes true or not. Hmm. Insiders. Uh, and then I, here's... I, I'm just going to say, if insiders are anything like wrestling insiders, they're probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leva has some experience with insiders. Like, where did you get that? That's not even close to true. <laughs> Oh, man. We'll see. Only time will tell. UK news organization The U.S. Sun is reporting that after a recording of Tom Cruise chewing out crew members for breaking COVID protocols hit the internet last month, the actor has now purchased two state-of-the-art robots to patrol the set and ensure compliance when filming resumes on Mission Impossible 7 later this week. The robots can allegedly administer on-the-spot COVID tests. The Sun's source described the COVID bots as, quote unquote, really sophisticated and rather intimidating. It's like the Terminator, only not as violent. Additionally, what? the onset source said, Tom is so serious about making sure the shoot isn't shut down. He also knows that he is lucky to be working and staff on the film from top to bottom rely on this film going ahead. I am both fascinated and terrified. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I want to see what a COVID robot. I know. I like. couldn't find any pictures of said COVID robot. I want to know about this. Like, this is something COVID I need. Because this is a step closer to Skynet, guys. Cobot. Cobot. Covid. Cobot. Cobot. It's in there somewhere. We'll find it. Uh, Covbot. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I just are they like so, are they like Daleks? Like What's going on? That, like make sure the distance is like comply, 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 comply. Test administered. Like, I want to know what these robots look like. I gotta know. And then how do they di- like distribute the tests? <laughs> I don't know. They got a little pointer and they just prick I mean, and I, suck I, your I blood. I understand that like Tom Cruise is off his rocker, but. Allegedly, he's allegedly off his rocker. Like, do your friends in the Scientology like church? I don't know. Like, I I mean, maybe at some point he'll get the upgraded model where they they administer the test with one hand and give you the vaccine with the other. (laughs) Oh my god, Covbot. Oh my, I just want to know where, like, what I don't know if you're Tom Cruise and you're like, man, you know what. I really went off all these people, and they're just not listening to me, which, you know, I, I thought it was kind of awesome. But anyway, <laughs> but you're like, I'm Tom Cruise. I need some robots to make sure yeah. people are following protocol. Like, do, what do you, do, do, do. where do, do you Google? Do, do, do. do you Google that? Do you, like, where do you purchase? Covebots. www.covebot.com. <laughs> As rich and crazy as Tom Cruise, I, I can just find like pop random ass robots out of thin air it and be like, "This is a thing now." Crazy, bananas. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Speaking even... of robots and things that are crazy, 
let's move into our topic of the week. The first two episodes of WandaVision hit Disney Plus yesterday, finally ending our 18, or two days ago, sorry, uh, finally ending our 18-month MCU drought. Leva. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. I mean, the last thing we got was uh, Endgame. No, Spider-Man, Far From Home, the epilogue. Wow, it doesn't feel like it's so long ago, though. Yeah, it's been a year and a half. Wow. All right. I'm going to need some like, for that. That was like July 2019. And Crazy. then Endgame came out around May, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's God. been a long time. What was, right, when was, what was supposed to be the next thing? This? Black Widow. Oh. That's, Black Widow last pushed. April. Oh, and then COVID. Okay. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, WandaVision. It's out. You watched it, yeah? Yeah. I loved it. Oh I binged both of them back to back. They're actually short episodes too. They're way shorter than I expected. Yeah, the first one I think was like thirty minutes, and the second one was about forty. Was it okay? Because so. the I second was one was longer like than the first one. Forty-five minute to an hour episode, and it was like, oh, that's yeah, already I think, done. I think Are they're we? circling just... that thirty-minute mark. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. You know, they'll bleed over a little bit. Okay. It's like Mandalorian. Some of them might be long, and some of them might be short. Yeah, I guess since it's their own streaming network, they can make them whatever like they, don't they gotta, want. They don't got to worry about commercials unless they're ones they make themselves and insert in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I Listen, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm going to be honest with you. If, uh, like, the first episode, that 50s Dick Van Dyke, she's a witch, he's a synthesoid, was a sitcom in the 50s, I would watch it. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I don't no, even. It, I don't it, even need this to be MCU. I would just watch that show. <laughs> it it hit that feel that yeah, you know, like you said, that Nick at Night, like Ugh. Dick Van Dyke, a hundred percent. Like it felt like you just plucked it right out. The way it's humor, the way it was written, the way it was filmed, it was just exactly dead on. And the fact is, I legitimately laughed out loud. <laughs> Me too. Several times. <laughs> Several times. They are so good together. The acting is brilliant. It's superb. Yeah. Absolutely superb. It captures when he the started era. singing, I almost peed myself. Like I was oh, crying. God. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. It was just really well done. And then the the wife's like <laughs> oh god it was so yeah, I, good i had to look her up because i'm like i know her in this 70s show and i looked her up and she was from uh that 70s show yep. i'm like oh okay but she has that look that they just pluck her out of like i love lucy like she, she, she looks like everyone everyone on that show yeah i was like is that ethel no she can't still be alive <laughs> they they <laughs> could like, have that young. they could legitimately make a new 50s sitcom and I would love it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it if was... it was as good as that episode. Yeah. Uh, well, even the second episode was so good too. I know the second '60s style bewitched episode was great. I, I just that uh, the premise. Like, the premise is so. It was such a good so... job of of making you feel like you're watching that type of show where you're watching a sitcom, like uh-huh. from the '50s and the '60s. But then all of a sudden, so you're laughing out loud, and all of a sudden they. 
flip it on the dime, uh-huh. and then it becomes really uneasy. And you're just like, something's not right. Like, something is definitely not like, right right uh, here. You're like, oh, God. Oh, God. What, what's what's happening? Like, that dinner scene. Yes. Oh, I was so, I was so, like, uneasy yeah. during it for yeah, a second. Yeah. Um, and like, so right now we're keeping things generic. I do want to do something where we go more spoilery. So I'll throw up a tag when we're ready to, like, really dissect, like, that dinner scene. Because yeah. I got some thoughts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. But uh yeah, it's I'll, just I'll, I'll, it's it's just so well done. Yeah. The sets are great. I enjoy it a lot. I'm finding that a lot of people aren't getting it. And I'm like, well, didn't you not watch the trailer? Like I feel oh, like it kind of set yeah. us up to for this. But I mean And then there's a tag. Also, I feel like you and I are also big into like those comics as well. So mm-hmm. we kinda have our suspicions on what could be happening. Right. There could be a couple different things that are going on, but we are prepared for that and we understand what's going on. Right. Whereas but some your, people may not know. But what's to your going. point, you know, those moments of uneasiness that they're hinting at, there's something else going on here. I feel like that should clue people into okay, there there is something else going on. Like, I don't I don't know if they're just not giving it a shot enough to get to those moments to go, yeah, oh, okay. I, I, a wait. lot of people are like I don't get it. Like I've, I've read a lot of people. It's mostly a Facebook thing, but yeah. it's like I'm not really quite understanding it. But I'm gonna stick with it because I'm sure they're gonna go somewhere. Because especially because at the end of episode two, like all right, now we really want to know what's going on. Right. And there's more out of curiosity. I'm like, how did you not dig it? Like, yeah. I I kind of wish the whole season was nothing but the 50s and 60s. Ugh. I mean, I get where they're going, but I kind of wanted. I wouldn't mind them drawing this out. Like I want to see just a show of them just being. Listen, this, if the, this, if. If they could just, I know exactly. It, just get Paul Bettany and Lizzie Olsen to come and do a side sitcom in between making movies. Just yes, make this an please. actual show <laughs> that I would watch because I would love it. Just I, to like, yeah. nobody I can find to, out our secret. <laughs> I grew up watching Nick at Night. Same. And so like that type of stuff is just it nailed it perfectly and like the whole hiding who they really are was 100 be with uh i dream oh, a genie you be witch yeah you know what i mean where you try to hide, keep hiding the fact that she's a genie or she's a witch you know yes it was perfect it, it was the, perfect it is that like, classic we've got a secret and those classic misunderstandings <laughs> yes yes it's so well done like in all the moments of uh and like even with the door the lobster door like the fact <laughs> they took that joke and yes. brought it back Yep, nice that's callback. That's comedy. That is straight, perfect comedy. Yeah, that's uh, perfect. That is fifty sitcom one hundred and one. Exactly, it was perfect. It, it makes no sense. How did that lobster get there? It went out the back window. How did it but, get around front onto the door? But it's it's perfect. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just one of those. Everybody just laughs about it. Oh my god! Huh, it's so freaking good i think the cast is amazing like we just said lizzie olsen and paul bettany their chemistry their commitment like it's it is unbelievable and for me we know at the end of the first episode where they just look at each other and and i think vision goes and they lived happily ever after and they just like look at each other so lovingly i'm like oh my god i want i want them to be happy so much and right? I know, and I like, know that it is not. I'm like, is, is this real? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's so good that I'm like, like I know how really traumatic 
what they yeah. went through is and it's just like oh god they deserve to be this happy they don't yeah. deserve to have those awful infinity war things happen to them ah uh, it's uh it's great it's, it's, and and Catherine Hahn. This really shows the acting. You know what's interesting? Uh, Seth, my friend Seth, he is watching a movie about the Unabomber, and Paul's playing Unabomber, oh. and he texts me, and he was like, Leva, this is insane. Like, I just watched WandaVision, and now I'm watching this. This man's range is just incredible. Wow. Like, he steals the show. Like, he's like, he steals this. Yeah. He's amazing. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, I'm going to watch that I, I want to watch more of his stuff because yeah. I haven't, but I do thoroughly enjoy his acting. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed him like every time we've seen him within the MCU. Mm-hmm. And then this is really letting him and her shine. Oh. Like she you gotta give her credit. I hated, hated Scarlet Witch before the MCU. Right. I hated her. Like I, everything I read, I'm like, she just ruins everything. She, you are the ruiner. You mm. ruin everything. I hate you. If I ever had to fight someone in real life, be her. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. I loathe her. And then all of a sudden, she gets into the character and then makes it where I'm like, oh, she's actually kind of nice. That's kind of cool. Well, and oh, I, mean, know, I like that. My question and to you: And then the more she does, and the more she's with him, and now this, I yeah. she's a hundred, hundred and eighty percent me. Like I want her to succeed now as Scarlet Witch so bad. Like yeah, yeah. I but want. Let's, so let's say like, for, I feel like I know where they're going, but I want this to ah. Uh, for shits I, I and giggles, how they played out. Let's say in, in these movies and TV shows, let's say she breaks bad, like she does. In the comics, uh-huh. would you would you hate her or see, seeing, no, seeing where way, she's seeing where Olsen she's been? Plays her, I don't think I can. Well, but I that's what Olsen I mean. Like her. you've seen the whole you've seen her whole arc at that point. Yeah, yeah. You Whereas, know? like maybe in the comic books, I've missed a lot of her arc. That's you know what, what I. Mean? I that's I what I feel like, like. Like I'm trying to go back and like read some of the old stuff to see how she's been manipulated and taken advantage of over the years mm-hmm. to see what led to decimation and yeah. House of M. Because I feel yeah. like there is a lot of history there that I'm yeah. not necessarily like caught up on. Like, yeah. well, for me, I read Disassembled right into House of M. Right. And I was like, well, F this bitch. <laughs> no, and I, I, yeah, and I totally get that, you know, because I never read any of the comics where she and Vision were happily married and living happily yeah. ever after. Or and... it was like, again, fate, because it was, you know, she'd right. already ruined everything. Right, right. So, so yeah, so I, I feel like this is just giving, even you and I, who are comic book fans, our first taste of what's been building for many years in the comics. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe then going back and reading those comics would go, okay, I get it now. I see yeah, I, where it went wrong. I just have to research her then, find out, like, where I can find stuff that – because for me, I don't really know of a lot of things she's in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. the first time I really saw her was Avengers Disassembled. You know what I mean? So I don't really know before then where I would be able to pick up. Well, I, I mean, have to research she, it she made her debut her. in X-Men number four, I think. She okay. was a member of the Brotherhood. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And then she and Quicksilver ended up breaking with Magneto, had enough of his bullshit, and then went to go be heroes with the Avengers. Yeah. So 
it, she has a long, long history. Um, mm. So I'm excited to see it all play out. Uh, speaking yeah. of the other characters, we have Catherine Hahn as nosy neighbor Agnes, <laughs> Tiana Paris as Geraldine, or at least she's been called Geraldine thus far, but we know from promotional materials that she's playing Monica Rambeau. And then somebody that was not announced until right before these episodes premiered, Emma Caulfield of Buffy the Vampire Slayer as Dottie. I got, I was real I'm, happy. I, 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 I was too. You know what? I didn't even hear that or see anything about that because I'm, I'm kind of elusive when it comes to inter, like internet stuff. I only saw because I follow her on Instagram Same. and other places, but I saw her one of her pictures and she just had the blonde hair and it's a picture of her. I'm like, oh, she did a nice like retro beauty mm-hmm. shot. Like maybe it's a photo shoot or something. I didn't even realize. Yeah, she. I, I didn't read the caption or maybe I did. I don't remember, but. Uh- I didn't realize until I saw it. I was like, oh, oh, that's why she was like that. Yeah, she apparently wasn't able to talk about it until last week. Oh, like one wow. Of her, I think her, her Twitter post was like, I can finally tell you guys. <laughs> and I was like, why, are they, why have they been keeping that so secret? What's, I don't know. Uh, what's the deal with that? I don't know. Which we can go into in our spoiler section. Yeah. Because uh, I... Again, theories, but I love her, and I thought she did a great job as the snarky... Yeah, it's cool to see her. Like, I don't really think I know a lot of her other work besides Buffy stuff, so it was cool to see her not Anya. Yeah. But then <laughs> you know still, I mean? like, But then still kind of Anya. <laughs> like, a little bit. Still, still a little snatchy. <laughs> well, in a different way. In a yes. different way, but yes. She, yeah. still, she still had some witty repartee. Yeah. Um, I love the ads. I love the the vintage ads that Marvel put I in. I thought there was going to be more. They made a big thing about having ads in the show, and we only really got one. I guess there's. Time. I guess there's going to be one for each episode. Yeah, and maybe they don't want to take too much time away from the show. To Probably keep it not. A, keep it a tighter thirty, like tighter thirty instead of forty fifty. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's real cool. It's real cool. I uh-huh. enjoyed it. That that was like okay. And I noticed that actors were in both. Uh huh. So, okay. I would be quiet. I'll be quiet until you I tell just, me. I, just, I don't know. I, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm gonna throw up the spoiler warning. So <laughs> you're, you've been waiting. You should have done this. I know. I know. Ago. But I wanted to get our initial impressions. Uh, I'm gonna throw up the spoiler warning. So if you guys are not interested <laughs> in the specifics of Wandavision, uh, you could mute us for a little bit until the spoiler warning goes down. Cause we're gonna we're gonna talk some stuff. Cause I got some theories, and we gotta we gotta get it out in the open. So uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast, go ahead and skip forward to one hour, seventeen minutes, and thirty five seconds to avoid any spoilers for the first two episodes of Wandavision. Okay, everybody, ready? I'm ready. Great. I gotta eat it, Oreo. Well, let's start with the, we'll start with the commercials because. That's the least, I think, impactful thing. If anybody accidentally hears something about the commercials, I think we'll be okay. So the first commercial was for a Stark Industries toaster, mm-hmm. uh, which was super cute, super fun. Um, did you notice the toaster kind of looked like it had a face? And the red blinking light was right in its forehead? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, if you go back and look at it. I, I knew like, it. I knew it was weird that it was black and white and had a red light. I know, and then the light started blinking red. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it kind of looked like a face, and the light was in its, its forehead. 
Um, mm. So kind of alluded to vision, but I also think that it was alluding to the bomb that did not go off killing Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch that they mentioned in Age of Ultron. Mm. How the one, the one shell came in and blew up and killed their parents, and then he grabbed her and they hid under a table or a bed or something, and then another shell came in and they just waited for three days for the bomb to go off and kill them. And it didn't. And it didn't. So I feel like the, the beeping was like a callback to that because it was like beep, 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 beep. And nothing ever happened. So like counting Ooh. down to their doom, but yeah. it never came. And then it was a really intense like slogan too. It was like something about your about the Forget future. the past. This is your future. Yeah, like it's like for a toaster. <laughs> I know, right? Why does a toaster have such an intense like slogan? So the, I don't know. I don't know. And then the second like, ad, what is what is toaster toasting toast have anything to do with like your past and your future? Yeah, I think it's just an allusion to forget your past of that stuff that happened to you as a kid, and this is now your future. Um, and then the the second ad was for a Strucker watch, Strucker. Mm-hmm. He'll make time for you. Uh, alluding to uh, Baron von Strucker, who create essentially, you know, gave Wanda and Pietro their powers with the Mind Stone. I don't know, man. So it's kind of like going through yeah, their. Definitely their, had the Hydra symbol too. Yeah. So I feel like every ad, the first and the ad same was, people were in both ads too. Yes, and I'm wondering if those poor innocent. Westview citizens are trapped as commercial actors in whatever weird parallel yeah thing is happening. I don't know like, unless they work for wherever you know. Yeah, or and they're yeah. just their faces are are why you keep seeing the same one because we're like, well, just you know, they won't notice it's the same people. We'll right. just make a new commercial. You know. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. Okay, here's here's where I don't know what's going on. Has okay. Wanda made a pocket dimension? Uh, are are uh, what was? Did somebody else make a pocket dimension? And maybe Wanda was working with Sword, and they sent her in, and then she got kind of you know swept up in the magic of this place and doesn't want to go now. I, I feel I like it's her. I I feel like it is her. From what I've read in comic books, I feel like the loss of him and and the affinity wars right you know i feel like that because we already know at least if they follow the comic she's already unstable as it is mm-hmm. so i feel like that center reeling and probably with everything else going on she's just created this happy reality for her and vision yeah you know what i mean and that's why when i think the moments happen where she breaks character for a second that's why she's like no we're doing this again you know what i mean right. or no save him you know what i mean yeah. like she breaks out of it and then she goes back like it's fine okay we're good now yeah. i feel like i feel like sometimes the human psyche does that where it's like it's almost like a state of denial where you want to find your happy place or like you you're maybe you're meditating and mm-hmm. you, you vision yourself somewhere else you know i feel like that's maybe what she's doing that's what i feel but i, I know a lot of people feel like it's a sword thing because sword keeps popping up but i'm wondering if sword is trying to well, her. I think Sword is trying to help her. Like they're trying to get her back out. 
Yeah, you and know? they don't realize that you know this is she doesn't want to go back out. Yeah, you know? I, I just I just didn't know if maybe she, you know, was undercover. If, if she had been a sword agent, and then went to investigate something, and then just got. You know, it could be. It could be. It could be a thing. Because I think somebody, um, I think somebody is messing with her and manipulating her. Because that radio in episode two was going, Wanda, who is doing this to you, Wanda? Wanda, who is doing this? Yeah, to you? that's why I'm wondering if they don't realize she's doing it to herself. Yeah, I don't know. Or I don't know. Or Again, somebody. So what if someone is doing it to her? What if they they know she's the most it's, powerful it is being? Very, and they're like, very well, we sneaky. can't have her out and about while we're trying to do this. So we'll just create a reality where she won't want everyone to leave. Oh, so you think somebody's doing it as a prison to her? It could be. It's a, as it's a safety precaution. A theory. That's interesting. I just Instead think... of her being creating her own prison, you know, of happiness, uh. maybe they created her. You know, we've seen it in other TV shows where someone's living this life. And yeah. it was like the Batman, that Batman where like animated episode where he's living this almost perfect life. And right. he realizes, oh, wait, this isn't real. I can't read. You know, yeah. the words make sense. And then, then he realizes, oh, this isn't real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't know. The thing See? is, I felt like she had a lot of power within there. So she was able to rewind and stop. But maybe right. she's so lost into it. it it's hard to say. It is very hard to say. They can go in several different I, directions. I've I feel read, like there's three strong directions that can go in. I've read some theories that think, like, Mephisto is involved, you know, trying to manipulate her. And, and I'm wondering if that was the case, you know, because this idea of for the children kept coming back up. Yeah. And like in episode one, Agnes was like, what about your seduction techniques? As yeah. if like, and when trying, are you guys going to have kids trying like, to push, push them to have kids? Why don't, when are, why don't you have kids yet? Yeah. You know? And then everyone in episode was like, it's all for the children, for the children. Yeah. They said that a lot. Like so it was creepy. I'm almost wondering if somebody made a deal with Wanda. That's like, Hey Wanda, you can have everything you've ever wanted. All we want in return is you just to give us your children. Hmm. So like, are they trying to push her to have those children so that yeah. she can but live I mean, happily ever after and yeah, have the most I mean, powerful children already, in the universe? I mean, by the end of the second episode, she's already pretty pregnant. Yeah. So and I, it happened overnight too. Like not even overnight. Like they did a magic trick, got the award, it came back. Oh well, look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, just popped so out I, of nowhere. I just, I'm just wondering if somebody is is like dangling this carrot in front of her to get her powerful children out of her. I don't know. It could be that. It could also be that she just wanted this perfect life and never got it. It's just who she knows. She just created it all. Yeah. yeah. There's so many mysteries, and I'm. Uh, this is why I'm excited about this show because it's planted these seeds of what is going on. You know, it's almost yeah. like lost in that way of like. Here's a little nugget. Here's a little nugget. Yeah. Keep watching. It's to not find too out what much at one time. Yeah. It's just enough to. It's just enough to keep you entertained, but not enough to to be to you know what's going on exactly. So you have to tune in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the line right at the top of the first episode. It was like, oh, my wife and her flying saucers, my husband and his indestructible head, and I was like, oh, his indestructible head. His head did get destructed. Yeah. I was like, that's clever writing. That's beautiful, clever writing. Yeah, just and it's so much throwaway. You almost forget. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, he did have a destructible <laughs> head. I legit forgot about it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, he pulled the thing out of his head. That's and... what happened to it. Uh... Fuck. Yeah. 
and then uh, let's go back to the dinner party that we were talking about. So I, I'm wondering, because, you know, the, the husband, the boss was being so demanding. Mr. Hart was like, from where? When? Why? Blah, blah, blah. And, and Wanda and Vision are so caught off guard. Neither of them can say anything or remember where they're from or what they're doing there. Um, but then I wonder if Wanda subconsciously made him choke. A lot of people feel like she like, did that. You know? Yeah. I, I can't yeah. tell if it, I, it just happened or she did that. I, a lot of things I've been reading, everyone saying she did that. You know, yeah. Maybe it wasn't even on purpose, but like she did that. Right. And yeah. then that's when she's like, Vision, help him. You know? And he was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. I feel like almost everything, that's why I'm thinking it's her that created it because almost mm-hmm. everything stopped for a second. Right, you know, and, and and then you just had uh, the wife going, "Stop it, stop it, stop it!" Like yeah, because records. because because then like originally she started looking at her husband, going, "Oh, stop it, stop it!" But then like she looked, she was looking at Wanda, like uh-huh. pleading for her to stop it, like yeah, let us go. I I feel it. like even if she didn't mean to, I feel like she kind of did like make him choke. It yeah. was one of those like. It would maybe it's just something you know again her powers are so crazy and so like insane that just almost like a split mm-hmm. like you know maybe she said f you in her brain and right. that's did that to him you know what I mean yeah yeah like shush then, or it could just be a matter of shush and when she shushed him he shushed you know what right. I mean like in her brain like shush you know? yeah she's unconsciously doing things but then on the on the flip side of that I also wonder if because of all of the things, all of the people that she hasn't been able to save over the years, she couldn't save her brother. She couldn't save vision. Like, I wonder if in that moment she also felt incapable of saving him. Yeah. You know, like she didn't move to do anything. She was like, vision, help him because mentally I can't like, I can't get over my mental ability, my inability yeah. to help people it's, to it's save a, people it's an obstacle in her brain that yeah. she can't get over it's like a crutch yeah yeah uh, it could be that's actually really good like i want to save him no. but i i can't because i'm incapable of saving anyone yeah i mean <gasps> it could be <gasps> it could also be that she's creating this world and she can't do it too mm-hmm. it, it could be a couple different yeah, things it's it know? is it's very interesting you know and then like could he not save Mr. Hart until he was given permission to do it. Yeah, because he didn't he do anything either. Like he can't act everyone was her. on stall. It was such an like it was such a hilarious episode and so mm-hmm. lighthearted and all that and that scene just went and you're like And then you like you catch your breath. You're like Yeah, what's what going it? on? It's, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like there's just so many ways to read that scene. And I think that's why they wanted oh, it like I that. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, and then we talked about for the children, but then also at the, at that little luncheon in episode two, when Dottie goes, the devil's in the details. And then Agnes goes, that's not the only place he is. And I'm like, Oh, are, is this Mephisto? Is he around? Maybe. Is Dottie Mephisto? Maybe that's why is, she wasn't allowed to say Is that anything. why she wasn't allowed to talk about it? I don't like, know. What, it could be a lot oh, of things. It could so also good. just be, you know, Agnes is drunk. Uh, I think there's more to Agnes than uh, than meets the eye. 
And who's Ralph? You haven't seen Ralph, but she talks about Ralph she all talks the about time. Ralph all the time. That's such a funny moment. It is like it's so it's such an it's old such sitcom, a sitcom thing trope. Never yeah. seen the husband, but the, the wife always talks about him. Uh huh. Always bad mouthing him. <laughs> always. Always. Uh, Ralph. Oh. Yeah. You see Ralph. I, I, do you, Do you think Agnes is Agatha Harkness? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like she is. I feel like she has to be. I don't know. I think she's. I think she's playing head games. I don't know. Oh well, we'll see. We'll see how it plays yeah. out. But what about what about uh, let's let's talk about Geraldine. Oh, Geraldine. Yeah, I is love she... Geraldine. I kind of want like a buddy like comedy show with Wanda and Geraldine. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, do you think Monica Rambeau was sent in there and like to get Wanda out? Do you think she was sent in there to do reconnaissance? You notice she do didn't know her she... name until she touched Wanda. I know. Do you think Wanda just fabricated Geraldine based off I... of Monica that she met on the outside? That's what I, I don't know. It, 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 how who's real and who's not? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Are these people it, are these people real and like? Trapped in this, trapped in this reality, or did she create all these people? And they're just based on other people in real life, so I don't know. But the thing is, she's like, she goes, "Oh, I'm Wanda," and she goes, "I'm a," and then as soon as Wanda touched her, Geraldine. Oh, like it wasn't. She didn't know. Oh, Wanda touched her. Yeah, yeah. It was such a good moment because she. It was like it was. It hit me slightly odd. Again, the actor and me, I'm like, why did she pause there? That's very, like, mm-hmm. she didn't know her she own name. Know. She goes, I'm a, and then, like, she went to go shake. She goes, I'm a Geraldine. And it was, like, a moment of clarification. And put I'm into like, her, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, man. so that's definitely something Wanda created then. That's what I'm thinking. But I could, it could also be maybe she, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Didn't know how she fit into this reality yet. Oh, Yeah, man. it could oh. be. I don't Peeling know. Peeling back the Because she also didn't know how she got in the box either. So she, I mean, unless she's playing, but oh, she was well, like, how did I get into one minute I'm backstage and next minute I'm in a dark blah, blah, blah. Wanda genied her. Yeah. She so just I don't know. Blink and poofed Oh my God, drunk vision. Drunk, drunk, drunk vision uh, so Gum good. drunk vision might be my favorite. Gum drunk. <laughs> It was so good. It was so, played so well. I could not have predicted that that was what was going to happen because his insides got gummed up. That he was going to be drunk. <laughs> it was so good. And then all of Wanda's covering covers for it, like her grabbing and it's the so piano, funny and the... he goes out and hangs out with the boys and comes back drunk. Ugh. But it's not because he's drinking; because he had gum in his. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I can't. Ugh. So well done. Um, and the last thing that I wanted to mention was I loved her scene with Dottie. Who Dottie is, we don't know. Is she trapped in this reality? Is she part of the manipulation? Why are only certain things in color? Yeah. What is the helicopter? I think the helicopter was an actual helicopter that flew in there. Because right before you hear the crash, like when she's fluffing the pillow, you can hear a helicopter outside. Oh, I gotta re- rewatch that. Yeah, I was like, sure, and you don't think anything of it because you know what a helicopter sound like, you know, but it doesn't make sense right there. Like, yeah. why is there and a helicopter? It's, like, it's the only thing that's in color, and it's yeah. everything's red. Because everything's I, like anything that pops place. up. 
that's not in her world or whatever. It was red, like Scarlet. the blood, the bright red. The helicopter's red and yellow, which that's... could also be Iron Man-y. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, Iron Man, but you that's know what I mean? That's, gonna, a... that's how she's going to get her moniker. That's why she's going to be the Scarlet Witch, because she sees red everywhere. Yeah. But then uh, the symbol's yellow with the circle and sword. Uh-huh. So that's why, like, hmm, sword? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to touch on was the song playing on the radio. I loved that they were playing Help Me, Rhonda, but they kept, like, messing with the audio, so it sounded like they were singing Help Me, Wanda. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. Where, it, where at? Uh, right when she's talking to Dottie before the radio explodes. Oh, it's, wow. it's, it's, it's singing, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. And then, like, the voice is cutting in, like, Wanda, Wanda, who is doing this to you? Wanda. But, like, the song keeps getting messed up, too, so it sounds like they're, they're singing, help saying, me, help me, Wanda. Oh, it's so good. It's the little details like that that, that I, I love so much. There's so much. Like, I feel like you have to watch this a couple times because you might miss something. Yeah, and I watched and it, I like, I feel like that's times. why people are like, I don't get it because they're – you have to watch. Like, oh, I've only seen it once, but you're catching things I didn't catch. Back. I caught something you didn't catch. Yeah. So it's, like... it's great. You know, and there's the other things like, you know, the Mind Stone painted on top of the Cabinet of Mysteries and, you know, just. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <gasps> cute stuff like that. That's. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. There's so many things like layered in there, but it's almost so subtle that you miss a lot of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I cannot wait to see what else happens as they keep moving forward through through the decades. It can only get better from here. Uh, I'm going to turn off the spoiler warning now. Uh, I, you guys, go check out WandaVision because if you, uh, if you love the MCU, give it a shot. I know on the surface it seems like one thing, but I guarantee you it is it. not. It is something else, and it's going to be awesome. It's uh, already awesome. <laughs> it is already, it's already awesome, but I think it's only going to get more awesome. Uh, I know that you and I just want a 50s spinoff of them. I do. I just want, I just want to watch that I sitcom. I want a big show of them. Yes, because it's such a great premise. The witch and the android living in the 50s trying to hide their identities from their nosy neighbors and everyone around them. What's wrong with that? That sounds like a fun show. That's like Small Wonder. It's like I, I Dream of Genie. It's like all those fun things that I love. Come on yeah. now. Uh, Soap Suds, did you enjoy WandaVision? Are you the type to speculate like us? Or are you just kind of watching it and along for the ride? Let us know by dropping us a line on one of our socials at The Geek Soapbox on Twitter and Instagram. Shoot us an email at the address thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com or pop by the TGS discord hey yeah the link to that will be in the episode description we'd love to hear from you and read your messages here on the show next week speaking of let's check out the mailbag so last week we asked you guys what your favorite toys and tv shows were while growing up and super soap sud at Rob Kovach 999 had this to say, my favorite toys and cartoons growing up were He-Man, Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, X-Men, and Dino Riders. And it was Saturday morning cartoons where I discovered the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime and became a fan of it and the card game. I have to agree, all those are great. 
those are a bunch of my favorites. I've never really watched Yu-Gi-Oh, though. I've always been interested in checking it out because I do love a good anime, and I know that one is super popular. Um, so I kind of I kind of need to check it out. Uh, Leave a favorite anime. You got a favorite anime off the top of your head? Um, well, I mean, if you look behind me, I don't know if you see it. I think my shirt's blocking it, but I have a Levi Ackerman pillow from Attack on Titan, mm. so that's up there. Uh, I mean, I have so much merch from it. Um, honestly, probably like probably one of my all-time favorites is Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that's what really got me into it. That uh, it was Cowboy Bebop and Gundam Wing that got me kind of into uh, anime. I love Gundam Wing because of Toonami, man. That's yeah. how I saw. Toonami it. I was, like, was oh, dope. I could find- yeah, because I feel like, especially for, you know, a girl, little girl in nowhere, Kentucky, it was the only way I was able to get anime to yeah. me at all. So that was like my first, those were my feel, first real exposures to anime, mm-hmm. period. So I always have a small place in my heart for that. But then nowadays, it's like, there's so many good ones. Like, I loved Orin Host School, uh, High School Host Club. I, I think that's just super underrated. It's definitely not an action one. It's more of a storytelling Hey, I want to say girly, but it's not. Um, but I mean, like, I'm big into My Hero Academia now. I love that. Uh, One Punch Man is so well done, you know. Just, But I would say probably overall, probably Cowboy Bebop, Gundam Wing, and then Attack on Titan really kind of captured my cool. interest. Yeah, but I'm I a love, big... Uh... There's, so many, there's so many good ones. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm a big I, uh I have a whole Pokemon. Funimation, like... Uh, subscription <laughs> oh nice nice yeah, so. uh yeah I, I mean i love pokemon uh sailor moon dragon ball i like dragon ball z but i actually think the original dragon ball is a lot funnier and a lot a lot more fun uh when goku's a kid um what else do i really like Oh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I stumped myself. I have. I keep looking over because I have a anime section over here, so I keep looking at it. So I'm yeah. like, what do I have over here? <laughs> you know what I loved in college that no one's ever heard of, hmm. but I loved it so much. It was called Golden Boy. <laughs> mm, I haven't seen that. One. I found a lot of weird ones, but that was like this kid and like one of his things is I say it all the time and no one get gets the reference, but uh, his life is steady. Like, he's kind of this, he goes from odd job to odd job, trying to learn things about life. And he was like, life is steady. <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, uh, Evangelion. One of my D&D characters is based on Excel from Excel Saga. So nice. Super hyperactive, insanity. Like, rah. so, so many good ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also love Neon, Neon Genesis Evangelion. I haven't watched Tang. it in many, many years, but. That Tang. show will mess you up. Tang. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, nobody really asked, but those are some of our favorite anime. <laughs> we might have to do an actual list at some point. Oh my God, that'd be good. I have that'd to go back good. through and see what Seriously. I'm like. Because I, wa- I recently watched Kill a Kill recently, and that was real good. I enjoyed that. A friend of mine definitely recommended it to me. And uh, I'm a big big fan of matthew mercer and i found out he was one of the voices and it's just yeah it's oh, ridiculous I love matthew it's mercer. he's also oh. he's also in uh persona 5 so good oh. so great and that's just about all the time we have for this episode of the geek soapbox leva drop those socials you can find me 
Wrestling Leva, pretty much in everything. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. <laughs> Those are the main things. Uh, find me on AEW Dark Dynamite, Being the Elite. Uh, a lot of those are on YouTube with AEW, but also on TNT. I'm all over the place. Uh, find me there. And yeah, join me on my streams and stuff. I do streams uh, every Sundays. And then when I can, uh, random days. Because <laughs> my schedule is so chaotic, I kind of have to roll with the punches. Truth. Uh, you can find me at M. Lee Ponton on Twitter. And you can catch me gaming on twitch.tv slash Soapbox every tuesday and friday night at 8 p.m eastern standard time uh and always follow tgs on twitter and instagram that is at the geek soapbox on both and as always the audio only version of the show will be available this tuesday on itunes stitcher spotify and soundcloud and while you're there don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review and hey listeners if uh you want to ever catch our faces recording this thing live come on over to twitch.tv slash the geek soapbox every sunday night at 9 p.m eastern standard time where we record it live for your enjoyment that's it i think that's it i think that's gonna do it uh thanks for listening thanks for watching everybody leva it's always fun having a nice chat with you We'll check it yes. on. We'll check in on WandaVision as the season goes on. Oh my god. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you back here next week. Bye! Bye! Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production, executive produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton, with associate producer Leva Bates, floor director Matt Smith, theme music by Richard Reeves, and additional musical cues by Adhesive Wombat.